At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin Big Bets on a Wednesday here at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. I like that shot. Did you see that? Like we were like really small and then we came into frame. <laughs> it's kind of cool. Makes me feel taller. Always been short my whole life. Going to have a really good show today. I'm all going to have Steve Mackin on again, get his fine numbers that we get each and every Wednesday. Here in the network, and Frank Schwab is going to join us as well in our number two to talk all things NFL. Always great to have Frank in the program as well. You know, Dave, you didn't have to mention the height thing because, generally speaking, I feel like Steve Martin and Dirty Rotten Scoundrels sitting here at this desk, and nobody can tell the difference. I have to tell you, every single person at this network, when I sit next to them, seems taller than me. Every, I don't know why. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, look, I try to be as honest a person yeah. as you can ever be. And right. I know in our business, people, are, you guys are like, you talk gambling. Like, yeah. yeah. I think it's an honest trade. The only time that I will fudge the numbers, uh-huh. the driver's license. Like, who ever <laughs> wait, tells wait, wait, the wait. truth on the driver's license? <laughs> ever? I do that same thing. I, 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 well, what are we fudging about? I told you, what, what are we fudging about? Oh, no, no, no. I'll say 5'10 without shame. Oh, me too, gotcha. Dave. I'm a solid 5'10 on my driver's there license. You go. Yeah. Whoever puts the correct but wait, wait, wait a second. You, mine's correct on my license. Is it really? Yeah. Okay, I did I, at, a, at a recent doctor's visit. Yeah. You know, you had to fill it out. And I'm not kidding. This is one of the funniest things. She says, uh, you know, put your height and weight. And I put 5'10. And she looked at me. I gave me one of those. And she went and walked me down to one of those height things. And, and <laughs> I was like, 
Are you wow. kidding me? You're really you're in the you're pediatrician's she office. She checked me. She totally checked me. I couldn't believe what it. What percentile were you in? I was close. I said I was around 5'9". I mean, come on. I was close Ke- enough. I was just rounding up. Kelly, he went in all in on the river, and he got snap called with Jack High. <laughs> Jack High just called him right there. She totally called my bluff. It oh, was amazing. Oh, my God. Uh, we got a lot to get to, obviously, today, uh, college and football. Uh, you know, on Wednesday, we're going to try to look at some adjusted win totals. Uh, and, and see if we can find some advantages later on in this program. Amal, I think it's a really worthwhile exercise to do. Also, we'll talk a lot about the Thursday night game here as we get closer and closer. Uh, some game. news about uh, not good news necessarily for the Chargers and Keenan Allen. We'll get to all that in a second. But we do have baseball that's already go- undergoing right now. We have the Pirates right now with a 3-1 lead over the Cincinnati Reds. we got the Strohs and the uh, Tigers right now scoreless in the third. And the Angels... Is Mike Trout going to just hit a home run? Did, I mean, I can't even keep track anymore. Very quickly, just as an aside, and I, I'm not saying that it's over between Shohei Otani and Aaron, Aaron Judge, but it's over. The MVPs. Dave, to, I want to let you in on something. It's been over. Okay, just check it. Uh, Shohei hasn't played a meaningful game since May. Uh, unfortunately, Mike Trout's homer came, uh, streak came to an end, but I'll tell you what, it's going to be a lot of fun watching Judge here down the stretch because I think a lot of people look at the Maris record as being the more actual ah. and factual record compared to what uh, Barroy did. Who <laughs> I, I got to tell you, it was a ton of fun to watch. I don't care. He was on the juice. I always said guys should be injecting in the on-deck circle. Let's just be fully transparent. <laughs> but for me, just watching a guy get one pitch a week and deposit it was amazing. Well, it's interesting. We were just having this conversation with the crew before the, the show. And, and I, I mean, in all seriousness, exactly what we were talking about. How do you look at the home run record now that Judge is chasing? Is it going to be the New York Yankee record that he breaks Roger Maris? And are we looking at Sosa McGuire? Is it just Bonds? Do we discount all three? Does it matter? Because at some point, I don't have kids. You're going to have to tell your kids who's the home run. Dad, who's hit the most home runs in the history of baseball? Well, son, it's complicated. How do you explain that? Well, first of all, I love your optimism, Dave, that people are actually going to care about baseball in 20 years with Manfred's rule changes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, point. with the game's going to be two innings and four outs by the time we get him to 2030. Yeah, exactly. Let's get a product over with. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so we'll find out. And again, I, I was making the point about Trout very quickly. Mm-hmm. Not saying that you should hop into the MVP numbers for next year. Yeah. But does Trout show you the glimpse that he's still the best player in baseball when he's healthy? Well, if he's not, he's 1A or 1B. I mean, he's right there with everybody. Um you know, who would, who would you say is the best player in baseball? Well, I mean, that gets to the Shohei Otani debate, right? That he's the upper echelon pitcher, upper sure. echelon uh, yeah, hitter. But he's not, he's not the best at either, right? But he, he's the hybrid, so he does the things that nobody else can do. Aaron Judge, by the way, and you look at the prop right now for over 61 and a half home runs, you got to lay almost $5. Yeah, but if I were a Yankees opponent, I'd be walking Judge full, the, the full pit, Barry Bond, Bond style. Yeah, but that's good no, for the game, right? Well, yes, but the objective is to win the game. That's true. And to Not me, for ratings. No, exactly. And to me, when you're the opponent, Judge is your biggest threat in that lineup. We know nobody else is consistently beating you, so why not move around him in the lineup and then take your chances? I agree. I don't know why. If you're in a pennant race, look, I, see, here's the weird thing. So if you're not in a pennant race, the idea is you're supposed to pitch to Judge because you don't have anything to play for. Well, what about the other teams in the competitive balance that do have something to play for that are hoping you get Aaron Judge out? And if the best way to beat the Yankees is by walking Aaron Judge, that's what you should do. So there's a lot of, of debates as to what the quote-unquote right thing to do is when you face Aaron Judge. But right now, I look at it and I go, he's going to get at least 62. I don't know what the real number is, and I don't know what historians will say is the true mark of 
the greatest home run season we've ever seen. Are we in the midst of that? And we're not really fully appreciating it because what we saw with, with Barry and McGuire and Sosa. Yeah, absolutely. I think the other thing that might hurt uh, Aaron Judge just historically is the guy's 6'7", 270 Maybe. or so. And so people, I think, are more interested in seeing someone a little bit smaller in stature. A little, It becomes a little bit more relatable. And then the other thing is, you know, Yankee Stadium, not in left field, but particularly in right field, I mean, it's a deep pop-up. Yes. And it's gone. Well, and the other thing is, you mentioned who's the best player in baseball, the best pure player in baseball. Aaron Judge is a great defender. Not good. He's a great defensive player, right? Certainly when he's in right field, he can go to that short porch and get it now more in center. I mean, I don't – is there a weakness there in Judge as a baseball player? If we're really looking at – not MVP, because I think that's a foregone conclusion now yeah. that he's going to win it. But I just look at him and I go, yeah, you can make the case that Aaron Judge is the best player in baseball. Yeah, I, I, I don't have a problem with that. I think there's several people you can argue for. To me, the guy that I've always had in the top five, two guys are Freddie Freeman and Nolan Arenado. Mm. Uh, just what they're able to do defensively and their consistency on offense. But I think there's so many different people you can argue for. I like the Arenado uh, debate. That's a good one, too, uh, for, for great third. Yeah. I mean, that's a great defensive third baseman as well. Uh, the Sox right now, I don't know. Are they going to really be live in this division? Are, are they really going to make up the ground? You, by the way, great pick by you yesterday here on Big Bets. You picked the Twins, who hadn't won them forever, and the Win Twins did win yesterday, and you gave that out on the program. Now you look at the Sox, and they're going to take on the Rockies here. You're going to lay $250 if you want to take them straight out. Now, you can go run line here and really shorten that price to $1.15. I know that you're more of an advocate of that. But then I look at the pregame total, and I only see 7.5. Yeah. So we're not expecting a lot of runs here. What do you make of this one? Yeah, this is interesting, Dave. It's funny you mentioned this. This game is going to go in just a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I was looking at, I didn't end up playing it, was either cease run line with the White Sox, who have been much more effective offensively, and if you look at going back to Oakland, this team has been covering run lines when they're winning games. I think now with Miguel Cairo, they're 10-3 and three under his uh, stewardship. But for me, the other thing I would look at is potentially under 7.5, but I don't like taking uh, unders right. in that ballpark because the ball tends to carry a little bit more. But I would look at Cease here. I think Dylan Cease has been tremendous all year long. Remember he had that stretch where he was giving up one or zero runs. He, he's had a great year and still in contention for the Cy Young. Uh, very quickly, I, I don't decide about those Cy Youngs. I'm talking about in the National League as well, yeah. right? Because Sandy didn't get a win yesterday for the Marlins. You know, I, I think what's interesting about this, and Dylan Cease, by the way, is now the betting favorite. Now, oh, really? How about this? He's now minus $1.40 over Justin Verlander at plus $1.05. You know, the long shots there, Valdez, 60 to 1. Shohei has drifted dramatically in this market to 70 to 1. Uh, and Shane McClanahan. And we knew that the innings would be an issue for those that have been around with, with the network here for a while. We were saying that in the summer that there was an innings restriction on him. And so once you get to where we are now, September, that would be an issue. He's 30 to 1. Is Verlander now? I mean, plus a dollar five. Is there any value there in, in the American League on Verlander? Well, first of all, you got to check his health status. Remember, yep. he's been injured, and I think that's what's allowed Cease to kind of emerge. He had that tremendous game in Oakland uh, last week, where he was extremely dominant. Uh, I, look, I talked about Cease when he was down and nine to one when he was third behind McClanahan and Verlander. He's a guy right now who pay attention to could still take a shot with him. Okay, I mentioned yesterday Sandy Day did not go well for the Marlins. He pitched okay, not great, not bad. He's still the favorite at minus 220 to win the Cy Young in the National League. Then it gets interesting. You made the point yesterday with Josh Towers here on the network that Zach Gallen's been the best best pitcher in the National League in the second half, and it's not really close. 
So how do we vote? Because see, what happens is I think people get lazy, especially when football season starts. The, 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 remember, these are voted on awards. And all of a sudden, you got all these other things that command your attention. It shouldn't, if you're a baseball writer, yeah. right, you should still be locked in. So Sandy hasn't been the same Sandy that he was in the first half, right? Freed has been really damn good. Urias for the Dodgers as well. Those are both, both plus 650. And Gowan now is the horse that's like, uh, who was it in 2000? The one, the Preakness, when um, Smarty Jones was supposed to win. Birdstone. Birdstone came from the outside and won. Is that Gallon Birdstone here against Smarty Jones and to come all the way from the outside and upset the, uh, the baseball world? Uh, I, you know, listen, Gallon's been unbelievable. His stretch of no runs given up, uh, it, it's incredible, 40-plus innings. But I think Sandy's been the man. Last night goes seven innings, gives up eight hits, a little yeah. bit alarming from Sandy, but just Couple still runs. two earned runs. Yep. I mean, that's a quality start. This guy has done it, and he gets no run support. I don't know if anybody pitches in a tougher situation than Sandy. You look at Max Freed. They're going to go out and score four to five runs. That lineup is deep and dangerous. You look at the Dodgers. I don't know. You got a former league MVP batting, oh, number nine? I mean, come on. It's, it's unbelievable. Zach Allen plays in an offensive ballpark. Now, what he's doing is impressive because he pitches in a hitter-friendly park. Tony Gonsolin, same thing at 30-1. to 1. But I think when you look at Sandy, you go out there, you go, Sandy's like, well, listen, maybe I can, I can go eight shutout innings and these guys can eke out one run for me because that's all they do. Did you see who snuck in on the board at least? He's not going to win. Sugar Diaz, 80-1. to 1. You know, you know it's, I'm, just, I'm just glad that he's getting respect in the betting market that we put him on the list, damn it. I just want Timmy Trumpets at every game. Timmy it's Trumpets. The greatest, it's the greatest part of baseball. I, so good. I, by the way, they Better had the guy anything. from Australia on during a Mets game. They interviewed him. Dude, this guy was, he was all about it. I love he it. He's like, I'm coming back for the World Series. He's like, I'm coming <laughs> nice. back for the parade. And then we hit a losing streak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when we come, we... When we come back, let's talk some college football playoff scenarios, yes or no's, and why maybe the locks aren't the locks you think they are. Come on back. It's Big Bets on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Start your football season off on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. 24-7 videos, season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every game all season long. Pro tools like our exclusive betting tips and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights up to help up your betting game. Sign up for a discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with the annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options. Become part of the Sports Betting Network. Going to have Steve Mackinan joining Amal and I here later on this hour. Frank Schwab at the top of the hour. I do obviously want to get into some uh, some college football. I do want to mention, though, off the top, before we get to that Thursday night game, we'll break it down later on in the show. Keenan Allen looks like he's probably not going to be able to go for the Chargers uh, tomorrow night. Here we go. Like, this is what I mean about the giddy-up of the season. Yeah. Like, we already have a game tomorrow night in the NFL to begin week two. So we'll keep those numbers uh, in an eye on those as more and more information comes in. This next segment is going to be an exercise, if you will. When you look at the futures market, all, and you look at the odds of teams making the college football playoff, this isn't to win. This is to make the college football playoff. So you got to be one of the final four. By the way, let me just go on record now how much I'm going to hate it when they expand to 72 or whatever it ends up being one day. Look, we're going to get the, we're going to expand. I get it. I'm going to watch, I'm going to like it, I'm going to bet on it. That's not the point. The point is right now we have it set at the right number 4. The hard is what makes it good them all. That you got to have tough cuts in order to get in this thing. And this is why we're going to have numbers like this, which will be astronomical once they expand the playoff. Alabama first per se. Right now to make the college football playoff them all. They are minus 450. That's to get in the final 4. Wait till that goes up to 12, and then 16, and then 32, and then 64. Let me go full Mother Ross here. David, <laughs> first of all, you have no room to complain. Why? Dallas needs about 20 teams to get into the playoffs. The Mets haven't seen the playoffs outside of that one aberration year against baby. the Ca- Kansas City Royals. Yes, sir. And Syracuse needs 128 teams to well, make I'd the like tournament. expansion for Syracuse. Yes. Okay. And so you're sitting here complaining about the expansion. I, as a, in Kelly and I, who are avid college football fans, I have no complaints about it. The more the merrier, fine. But I get your point. You're absolutely right. And I think when you look at teams like Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Clemson, oh, it's man. almost a surefire thing. By the way, though, Ohio State is the only team, if you go back to 2014, if we had a 12-team playoff, that would have been in every playoff. That's kind of the thing, right? Don't we want variants like we had last year with Cincinnati? No. 
Listen, I'm all for it, but you know, I, one of the things I don't understand when I hear the argument, college football is better when Notre Dame is good. Why? So the TV ratings are good. Let me tell you something. If Wake Forest <laughs> is playing UL Monroe, I'm watching. Yes. But there are probably more people watching if it was Notre Dame. That's not my problem. They're not giving UL me Monroe. any of that money, so I, I'm just there for the college football. So let's start right at the top there, because we mentioned the, the big two favorites, the big three favorites here to make the college football. Remember, this is just four. Bama minus 450. Georgia minus 425, yeah. and the Ohio State. Those are all minus numbers. Everybody else is plus. Okay? Right. Every other school in the country is plus money. Those three are big favorites to make it. Yes. Well, that, which is amazing because that would tell you that the betting market's saying, we already have three of the four, and you're fighting for number four. Right here as we talk in September. Let's go through what would happen for the no, the okay. big plus money to cash. Bama, by the way, to not make it, plus 340. Georgia to not make it, plus 320. Ohio State not to make it plus 290. I think the simplest equation is these schools would have to lose not once, but twice. I disagree with you okay. slightly. Uh, you're probably correct in saying that they have to lose twice. However, here's the scenario where Alabama doesn't make it. Bring it. Arkansas beats them. Uh, they play Woo Pig Suey October 1st in Fayetteville. Let's say they win the game and they run their division and get to the SEC title game. This is Arkansas. We're Arkansas, about. the Razorbacks, yes. Because I believe they're the second-best team in the SEC West. Uh, if that were to happen and then they face off against Georgia, and regardless of who wins that game, I believe both those teams could get into the playoff, assuming they were both undefeated. Because if you look at the Razorbacks' schedule, they got A&M uh, coming up in Jerry World uh, this – I'm sorry, not this weekend, next weekend. But they're at Mississippi State. The app BYU is going to be a tough game, but they can escape that one. God, they got a, they got some games, well, don't they? Well, that is a tough schedule for really Sam is. Pittman. Really uh, is. And, I, uh, by the way, props to Sam Pittman for, like, schedule. I'm not saying Sam did it, the AD. Right. But BYU. I, I mean, I he didn't it. have to take that game. No, correct. And so I think from that standpoint, it's a bit of a challenge. But that would be a scenario where Bama doesn't get in. Uh, but it's it just Arkansas' schedule is so daunting. I, it would be tough to see where they were able to go through the regular season with potentially either undefeated or a single loss. Um, I, I just don't know if they would be able to do that. But that's interesting that you actually think there is a pathway for Bam to miss with one loss. Because remember last year, they lose to Texas A&M. They have the near-death experience against Auburn in, in the Iron Bowl. They should have lost that game, right? It's kind of like the Texas game. It didn't hurt Bama. And by the way, they always say, well, it's, it matters more what you did late. No, they, they laid an egg in the Iron Bowl, and they still got in. So for certain schools, it doesn't matter when. It just matters that they win. So the Texas game will be long forgotten. Some people will bring it up. Oh, they won by one. Well, it doesn't matter. They won the game, right? So they're, they're, it's not going to count against them for that narrow victory in Austin last week. Well, remember the 2019, one of the greatest teams we've ever seen in the history of college football, in my opinion, the greatest offense I've ever seen in college football, LSU 2019. Yes. They went to Austin and had a seven-point win in a tight late game. I think that was 45-38 or 38-31, yeah. somewhere in that range. Uh, and they, if you played LSU, played uh, Texas in late October or November, they would have beaten the brakes off of the horns. Mm. So I think you have to give Alabama credit for going on the road and winning that game. Let's see how the rest of the season plays out. The one concern I had with them was the offensive line. Um, so with Alabama, I think it's a little bit of a scenario where it could happen, but I don't think it does. Georgia, Dave, yeah. uh, they got to lose to Kentucky. Kentucky's got to run the table. I, I think the dogs right now are probably the most surefire bet to make the NCAA, NCAA tournament, the college football <laughs> playoff. you got Kent State at Misery, Auburn, uh, Vandy. There's, there's not two losses on that schedule. There are not. Watch out in Stark. Now, the back-to-back -back games in Stark Vegas and Lexington could be a bit of a challenge, but again, 
Georgia looks complete. Their offensive line right now for me is the best offensive line in college football. I don't see a scenario where the dogs don't get in. I, I To me, I, I just am concerned that the dogs don't lose two games. I have Georgia over 11 wins for the season. Uh, I think they're going to get there. Okay, so when we look at Georgia's schedule, you mentioned the second-to-last game of the season at Kentucky, November 19th. Let's just say for hypothetical sake, they run the table, but they lose to Kentucky. Is there any scenario that that loss at Kentucky would keep them out? Because you know what they're going to say. Late in the year, not playing their best football. They don't deserve – like, to me – Kentucky, as far as we know today here in mid-September, pretty solid football team. Would that exclude them at that big number of getting into the college football playoff? I doubt it. I think there's become a built-in bias towards two, three teams, uh, Georgia, Alabama, and Clemson, more than almost any other team in college football, that they get the benefit of the doubt. And I think it's a little bit unfair to a lot of other programs out there. Okay, let's go to the third big one there. Uh, At the big minus number to make the college football playoffs, the yes they'll make it is Ohio State at minus 380. But look at the no, plus 290. Oof. Now, no disrespect to the Big Ten. It ain't the SEC. I, I don't know that you're running the gauntlet week in and week out. There's tough places to play, certainly on the schedule, for the Ohio State. And maybe the biggest one will be at the shoe at the end of the year when Michigan comes calling, because I think Michigan's still really good. Is there any scenario that one loss Ohio State is left out of the yeah, college? Absolutely. Play? I think we're going to have in that game in November, I think it's going to be two undefeated teams. I think they're both coming in 11 and 0, and the winner of that game is going to get an opportunity to win the Big Ten title and go to the college football playoff. It's going to come down to that. I think it's going to be kind of a rematch of 2006 between the Buckeyes and, and the Wolverines. So I think both Michigan and Ohio State are heading towards a collision course in late, uh, late November. Yeah, and I, I look at this, too, And when you look at the schedule here for Ohio State. Show me a loss on the left side of the spectrum. I don't see it. They ain't losing to Toledo. They're not, they're not losing to Scotty after what we just saw. Uh, Rutgers, I love you. Are you ready? You're not ready for Ohio State. And then you're going to Michigan State. I don't think Mel Tucker's got the horses. Iowa's a rock fight. And then you got Penn State. Okay, maybe danger there, but I don't think so. Northwestern, Indiana, maybe fear the turtle a little bit, but I think you're right. This looks undefeated against Michigan. Can we make the claim that the SEC makes every year that our two undefeateds, Michigan and Ohio State, if it's close in the shoe, whoever loses should still get consideration for the college football play? Yeah, it depends on how the rest of the year plays out. you got to pay attention to USC, Utah, Clemson, um, who else, and how the SEC plays out, uh, and then the Big 12. You know, we aren't talking enough about what could potentially happen between Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, I, I was not as high on them coming into the season. Let's see how they play. But Mike Gundy's done a tremendous job in Stillwater. He has. Very quickly, Michigan, who mm-hmm. I'm big on, they're plus 320 to make yeah. the college football playoff. Would it be smarter to not take that prop and just play them to beat Ohio State? Because that's essentially what it is, right? Well, here's what I would do. I would take Michigan plus 320 to make the college football playoff. Sean's paying attention now because he's a Michigan fan. Uh, but the reality of it is, and then I would come back with Ohio State on the money line because ah, they're not going to be a four-dollar favorite. There's your head. Uh, you got a great, great opportunity with the Wolverines here, Dave. And this is one of the reasons I love doing the show: find a great play. This is something I'm going to take because I think Michigan's in a great position. They have scheduled Kelly. They've scheduled in a way that Dave Ross and Jim Beheim would be proud. Wow, how's that? Nobody. <laughs> Absolutely nobody. This is a great college basketball schedule. Colorado State, Hawaii, and UConn in the non-con. Lock it up. Just win, baby. <laughs> Go get them, Harbs. All that steak and milk. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more with Steve Mackinnon next on Big Vets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. 
VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Eastern Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a bit different. Everyone is on their own journey, but whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I am Dave Ross. This is Big Bets here on VEASAN. Always a pleasure on a Wednesday to be joined by Steve Mackinnon. Uh, fantastic numbers. Follow him on Twitter as I do, at Steve Mackinnon. We got into a bit of a Twitter beef, if you will, yesterday, Amal. Because I had said that one of the funniest things ever to me in the history of the NFL is when they had the replacement refs, remember that? Yep. And Seattle, they, 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 the, the refs didn't know what the hell to do. And they just went like one guy went incomplete. The other guy went touchdown. And it screwed the Packers. You know what Steve Mackinnon did to me? What? He then sent me the gif of Des Bryant in the catch, no catch, Cowboys and Packers. Steve, I thought that was unnecessary. Hey, uh, as uh, many people have proclaimed when uh, sending something back, you started it. <laughs> Well, but, the, but the, you know, the problem was in that one, Steve, you know, Dave brought a knife to a gunfight. You know, that's a regular season game. That's a playoff game. I mean, that does, that right? I mean, exactly, Steve. I, I'm not a Cowboy fan, but you know you guys got gifted a call there. My goodness. Hey, go, go big or go home. Well, hey, I tell you one thing, Steve, you wouldn't want to start with that line because Aaron, Aaron Rodgers' model has been go home. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's where I thought. <laughs> hey, Steve, let's get, let's get right into it, my friend, with week two and some of the systems that you see there. And let's start off with some of those bigger favorites in week one that did not cash, uh, certainly in week one. Favorites of six or more, point, uh, uh, more points that lost or at least tied, the Colts would fall into the tie category there, that have bounced back with a record. Look at this, 18 and four straight up, and ATS almost 82% in week two since 2002. So, Steve, if I'm picking up what you're putting down here, it's not a bad thing to back those big favorites in week two that failed you in week one. Yeah, I think if you uh, wanted to give this system a name, maybe you call it the wake-up system. Mm. I mean, the wake-up call last week for these big favorites that lost. Hey, it's time to get down to business here. You don't, you do not want to go 0-2. You start 0-2. You start maybe thinking a little differently about what kind of team you are going forward. So you look at Cincinnati, San Francisco, Indianapolis, and Denver, all, all four of those teams lost. Well, the Colts tied, but uh, if history serves, uh, we could be looking at a bounce back from all four this weekend. Steve, you mentioned it. Uh, you know, the one thing I think you do a tremendous job is you break down really numbers that people can apply. Yes. But the one thing that I see with a lot of people when it comes to the NFL, because I heard a lot of people say they had a losing weekend why do you think there's such an inherent fear of taking underdogs and getting points? We talk about in the NFL, a half a point line move being so critical to the number. It's just, it just amazes me. People won't sit there and say, Hey, I'm getting X number of points in a division home game. For example, with the Atlanta Falcons, uh, Seattle getting six and a half, seven at home. There just seems to be a fear of people saying, Hey, let's take this dog getting a touchdown. Yeah. I tell you what, it's scary. And I, I, it's funny. I sent my son a text on Monday night. I go, they, I know this one's going to be hard to stomach for you, but Seattle's the play here tonight against the Broncos because he's a guy who oh, he buys into the, all the, the public 
uh, hype about certain teams. Yeah, is Russell Wilson's payback tour this or that? It's uh, Seattle's going to be horrible this season because they have Geno Smith. Now, the public's been eating that up for six or eight months now about the NFL. So they had a chance to really sit on that for a long time and start to believe it. So uh, I think week one, that it's bigger than ever or any week throughout the season where you have to be careful about uh, listening to that type of fodder. You see, that is a great point, right? Because, again, you're exactly right. Everybody. It's it's Russell Wilson. It's, you know, it's go Bronx now, not go Hawks, and let's ride. And everybody was riding in the Broncos Monday night, and that did not get that, that did not cash, and certainly uh, they lose straight up in that game. You mentioned those four teams in play this weekend. The, the one that I look at and I go, wow, I've seen the number drop a little bit. That would be the Niners in your system play number one. That was double digits. It's already down to nine and a half. So, Steve – it feels like people are buying in now almost on the Hawks a little bit more, right? So this is a good spot to your system to hop in on the Niners and don't get swayed by the big number. Yeah, I think people are maybe a little taken back by what they saw from the 49ers this past Sunday, but you have to consider the weather elements that affected that game. Mm-hmm. I don't think that really played into what the 49ers were looking to do offensively with um, getting Trey Lance outside the pocket, getting, making him play, having to make plays for people down the field with his uh, dual threat capability. So I think uh, you get a better field for this type of game. And I think you're going to see a different 49ers team. Steve, people may not be aware of this. You were asking me before the season, should you get an Airbnb? Should you get a hotel down in Glendale for the Super Bowl for your Packers? Um, have you gone ahead and canceled those reservations? What's going on there now? I mean, I know you watched that game and you're sitting there looking and going, really Watson. I, oh. I got to call, by the way, I got to tell you, I'm a huge Aaron Rodgers fan because of his accuracy. He is so unbelievable. One of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen Now I could not have gone out there and hand placed the ball better than the, he threw that ball to Watson. Well, I tell you what, Amal, I think you touched on the key play that, uh, basically determined how the rest of the game went mm-hmm. for the Packers. Yeah. That that bomb hits, and they score on one play of the first drive. All of a sudden, the rest of that offense is wide open the rest of the game. Couldn't agree more, gentlemen. I, and some people go, well, it's just one play, first play. I'm with you. I think it's shifted the whole momentum of the game as well. And the, the funny thing is something Amal, Amal and I talked about yesterday. He wasn't close to catching it. Like, yes, he, exactly. It was like he dropped it eight different ways. It was amazing. Like it wasn't like it just at the last second came loose. Dave, you pointed that out, and I thought Steve, it just looked like to me. I was like, holy cow! I mean, I probably have hands of stone, but oh. I mean, I felt like I could have made a better effort than that on that one. It reminded me of Darius Hayward Bay, if you guys remember him from back <laughs> in the day from Maryland. Uh, let's talk about your second system play here, Steve. This is interesting because I think if I'm picking up what you're putting down here, it might lead me to the Saints this weekend, and here's why. Teams playing a second straight divisional game in week two are an impressive 33 and 13 and one straight up. And look at the ATS number, almost 70%, 32, 14, one since 2003. Am I right? Obviously with the Saints now after playing Atlanta last week, they get the Bucks this week and they're getting points at home, Steve. Yeah. So you think about this system. Now there's a different, if you want to call it a focus, maybe a different, even motivational level when you're facing a divisional opponent. You already went through that routine last week. You're probably in pretty good shape mentally to do it again the second week. And uh, these teams typically uh, put out a pretty good effort on week two. Yeah, that's the one thing you want to take a look at. Uh, Steve, I'll tell you one thing. We have a tendency, I think all of us are guilty of it for the most part, to be kind of uh, just go back to what we saw six, seven days ago and bet accordingly. Uh, How would you kind of 
tell people to stay away from them because you can't sit there and deny what your eyes have seen. Right. But then sometimes you look around, you'll see a team, they look like the worst team in the world. They turn around, they come back home, and next thing you know, they look like defensively like the 85 Bears or <laughs> something. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I think I touched on a little earlier here when you, we, you've been thinking about a team a certain way for the last six or eight months here, and maybe you saw something different than, than you expected in week one. Now, that doesn't mean you were wrong to think about what you were thinking the last six to eight months, but maybe the team wasn't emotionally ready or the other team was more emotionally ready than them. Uh, and once things start to go bad in a certain game, maybe they start to snowball on you. And uh, But you get a chance to go back to that second game. I don't call it as a clean slate, but you got a chance to even the slate. And I think that's a big motivational factor, especially when teams lost that first game for them to maybe step it up for week two. I uh, got a couple minutes to go here with our VC editor, Steve Mackin. And Steve, I said this uh, yesterday, just kind of looking and re-encapsulating week one, the unders were 5-11 and 11 in week one. System three that you have here. Week two teams that went under their week one total by at least 17 points uh, are 24-14 and 14 to the over. Kind of to Amal's point, they look completely different the next week. Look at that trend here. So if you're looking to say the Cowboys – the only team to not score a touchdown in week one, only with three points. That game went well under at 19-3. to Would that be possibly a, a spot where both teams might get a little bit more points to the board? Because the Bengals game went under too. Yeah, you know, I think you, this goes in a couple different ways because you got odds makers maybe starting to lean the number a little bit further downward than they probably planned on prior to that week one. And you also got a situation where – Again, we, we don't know specifically about these teams yet. I mean, we saw one week. Uh, hey, everybody expected the Cowboys' offense to be way better than three points. Uh, and obviously the Dak Prescott injury is going to hurt them. And uh, that type of thing, you've you got to consider that. But uh, for the most part, everybody thought the Cowboys would have a pretty good offensive unit this year. So uh, let's not oversell the fact that they struggled in three points against the Tampa Bay front line that looked very strong getting after the passer. I'm going to say that. So uh, this will be a completely different game as well as the rest of the games on that system. This team will rally around Cooper Rush. By the way, one of the lowest totals on the board here, 41 and a half for that Bengals and Cowboys game uh, coming up on Sunday. Steve, uh, despite the, the – um, that gif that was just unnecessary to send, <laughs> I really appreciate you each and every Wednesday, my friend. Hey, I actually felt bad for you this week when I saw Prescott going out. So I, you were the first person I thought of. Hey, all is fair in love and sports. I have no problem with it. Steve Magnin does a great job. Follow him on Twitter as I do at Steve Magnin. Back with more Big Bets here at Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. 
So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick out the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for every line boost and special. Lace up for week two and beyond with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance offers every single Sunday, all season long. Build a parlay of at least four legs. If only one loses, you get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on a Sunday night football game. Get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time in the game. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It is a whole new game. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. We roll on with big bets. Always fun to have Steve Mackinan on. You know that that Des Bryant gif on Twitter? It is a dagger in the heart because it stops me dead in my tracks because it takes me back to not only did the Cowboys not win the game, which I had money. Not only did the Cowboys not cover, I believe getting four and a half, they lose, I believe it's 26, 21. And not only did the over not hit, which I believe was 47 and a half, 26, 21. I mean, all those things of all happened because of one catch, no catch. Yeah, absolutely. And I, not that I'll remember that for the rest of my life, but for a good portion of it. What year are you going to forget it? Four score and 80 years ago. Let me <laughs> I, tell that's you, why I'm the worst gambling beats of my life. Oh, you a GIF or a GIF guy? Yeah. I was going more of a GIF. Me too. That's Me why too. I, I'm yeah. glad you brought that up. No, but like, what, what's the story like the, is, is, is I always go GIF because graphics is supposed to be in it, so you always think hard G, right? Oh, right? But the guy who invented it apparently calls it the GIF. I thought it was a GIF like the peanut butter. I never heard a GIF peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it's one of the worst beats. And look, everybody's got their their terrible beats. You had one, which I think is, and I remember it well as an LGM fan. Uh, you want to tell the well, people? What is LGM? Let's go Mets. Oh, sorry. And then okay. Pete, Pete Alonzo puts the F in there. L-F-G-M. I can't say what the F is or else we'll get fired. I think people can figure it out. Yeah. But Pete Alonzo did it, so. <laughs> I didn't. Could you share what it is? <laughs> uh, you know, so 
the Mets Braves uh, playoffs. Oh, man. Robin Ventura hits a walk-off slam, total seven and a half, doesn't round the bases. Uh, winds up as a single 4-3 final instead of a final of 7-3, to three, and the over would have gotten there. But, uh, but you know, it's funny. We we're talking about horrific beats. Mm-hmm. College football, there's a couple that come to mind. One is 96 ASU-USC line with 7.5. I think Brad Otten was the quarterback for the Trojans. Wow. They fumbled the ball. It was 42-35. Uh, Arizona State at Frank Cush Field at Sun Devil Stadium. Pick it up and go to the house. About 90-plus. Um, final score, 48-35. They're in a tremendous game uh, in that uh, October game between ASU and USC. And then, this is my all-time favorite. And, oh, Kelly, boy. you got to find this one on Twitter if you can. I'm sorry, on uh, YouTube if you can. Baylor is playing UNLV. And Baylor is up 7-3 to three with, I don't know, seconds remaining there at the UNLV one-yard line. And instead of taking a knee, they want to run it into the end zone. And they asked Kevin Steele, who, by the way, has not become a head coach anywhere else since, um, why was he trying to score when they had the lead? He goes, we were trying to build momentum. Isn't winning building momentum? Oh they God. fumble the football. UNLV picks it up and goes to the house. Kevin, I think it was Kevin Thomas on the run back. 100 yards the other way? Yeah. And Matt oh. Humans would know that one for sure. He might have covered that game. I don't know if he was out here at the time, but... I mean, that is one that Vegas people will remember. It was an incredible comeback there. They stick with us more than the great wins, right? Like we, oh, absolutely. Because the great yeah. wins, we just kind of go, well, I should have got that anyway, so I move on to the next. Those losses as a gambler, just stick they stick right in your craw. You just you just don't forget those, like the Des Bryant play. So out. Baylor, with a first down of the U, this is 1999. Oh, 99, okay. With a first down of the UNLV, Eight was ahead 24 to 21 with less than 20 seconds left. That's and UNLV had no timeouts. Um, oh, take a knee. Oh, man. Why okay. are you taking a knee? Daryl Bush, nine yard TD run. Wait, hold on. That was six minutes left. Gave him the lead. Uh, couldn't get into the end zone. They forced a fumble at the one. Yep. Uh, Thomas picked the ball a yard deep in the end zone and went to the house. Went to the house. That is, that's uh, Kevin that, Thomas. That's... I, re- I think it was Kevin Thomas, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a rough beat. That's it just it. says Thomas in this article. That's fine. That's fine. That's good enough. So we'll, go, we'll go Jeopardy style, <laughs> Thomas. So we don't butcher the first name. No, and again, <laughs> if you could have just taken a knee to win the game, that's an all-time bad beat. But all you have to do is snap the football. And you win the game. But, you know, North Carolina made that mistake against App State. And because I, I got to tell you, I, I yes, covered Mac Brown. Mac Brown is one of my all-time favorite coaches. Mac Brown treats everybody like they are from Sports Illustrated, uh, you know, the Washington yeah. Post or something or like Beeson. that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, to me, uh, he's just such a kind guy. But when they recovered that onside kick against App State, they're up by one. If he just drops down like a bag of bricks, game they over. take a knee and game's over. Instead, he goes down and scores. And see, to me, that's on coaching. That is coaching. Because you got to tell your guys, listen, as soon as we get that ball, drop. We're not running the ball. We're not doing anything. The game is over. And I said, you know, you're going to give App State an opportunity. Now, App State failed on the two-point conversion. Imagine, I would have loved to have been in that post-game presser. Oh, my goodness. Because I would have gone straight after. I said, how the hell could you guys not sit there and tell your players to take a knee in that spot? When a touchdown loses you the game. Absolutely. Essentially, you would have lost the game by having your kids score the touchdown. By the way, pro tips, we give those out uh, each and every hour here across the Visa uh, spectrum here. That means at least 20 pro tips a day. They, they're available by Visa only for Visa pro subscribers. You can find them at VEASAN.com, but you can sort them out by show or by sport. This hour, this is an interesting one, Amal, and you're one of the best in Survivor, and you have survived week one. Make sure you avoid teams playing on Thanksgiving and Christmas. This is yeah. something that you and I and Kelly talked a little bit about yesterday, too. People don't look ahead that far. They don't look ahead, and all of a sudden, they could get to Thanksgiving and Christmas, not only be forced to take a team they don't want to take, they could be out of teams. 
and literally box themselves into a corner. You're 100% right. Something you got to be cautious of. Real quickly, David, i got to segue here. I'm watching this Angels game. A line drive hit is, is hit at Matt Duffy okay. that a fourth grader could have made the play oh, and he no. drops the ball. I mean, you're in a tight 3-2 game. How do you not just catch a line drive that was hit at mild speed? Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, in terms of this thing, you got to be cautious because, Dave, remember, you are required in the circuit pool. Now, if you're not in a circuit pool, I have to tell you the play this weekend is the Green Bay Packers or the Rams. In those bounce-back spots. Yes, great opportunity for both of those teams. If you are in a pool that doesn't require you to make a pick on Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Day where you have two sets of three games each, and if you look at these games on those marquee holidays, they are tough, tough matchups. They're not easy games. I know on Christmas Day you've got the uh, Packers playing uh, against the Dolphins. You've got the Buccaneers against uh, the Cardinals and then the Broncos and the Rams. See, and again, I, I think that's what you need to look at. And you see the teams to avoid that you have here for your survivor strategy. You're telling me the Buffalo Bills, you want to avoid them early because you want to save them late, correct? Is that the idea here? Yeah. Okay, and again, some of those other teams that, boy, now the Cowboys, I don't know what you do with Dallas. Uh, obviously, you didn't play them week one, so they're still available somewhere down the road. And by the way, in, in some of the contests like at uh, here at Circa, if you wait to use the teams that made it to the Super Bowl, there's an extra million in that bonus. Yeah, correct. The Rams and the Bengals are two teams. If you don't use them, you get a million-dollar bonus. But look, don't you want to get the $6 million instead of worrying about the seven? Right. You, you, get, you can't get the, the extra one unless with, you get the first six. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, so some of those teams that you have to avoid early, uh, you also have the Dolphins in there. They're going to have a tough road game where they're the underdog this week. When would you look to play some of these teams? Is it is the strategy here, Maul, with some of the teams that you have in here? Like, the Vikings, the, the the Broncos off that loss, uh, the Rams we talked about here, the Buccaneers, they look pretty good defensively. Arizona, like, what do you do with some of these? Some of these, I, I get it, are strategic. You want to save them down the road. But some of these, boy, you go, when would I want to play them? Like, when would I want to play the Cardinals? When would I want to play the Cowboys? When I, would I want to play the Patriots? How do you judge those scenarios? Well, you know, the, the game, if you look at the 12 teams that are listed here, mm-hmm. they're all playing on Thanksgiving and on Christmas Day. Ah, that's why you're saving yeah. them. Yeah, Buffalo, Detroit, the Giants, Cowboys, Patriots, there Vikings, Packers, Dolphins, Broncos, Rams, Buccaneers, and Cardinals. So Yeah, left column is Thanksgiving, right column is Christmas. Then that makes, see again, people, when you, when you look at the graphic, it's almost like watching um, Usual Suspects when Kevin Spacey's character, he's just taking it all in. That, I'm looking at those 12 teams like, well, what, what, what? I'm trying to figure out what that means. That's exactly what it means because you want to have those teams available when you get to Thanksgiving and Christmas and you don't have the full complements of other teams. Well, listen, Kaiser Sose, um, to me, when you look at this matchup, Kobayashi, porcelain. <laughs> um, you know, this is uh, one where I would. Give me the keys. <laughs> I wish I could say that. So part. do I. Um, <laughs> Give it so, a case. <laughs> something. Uh, anyway, this is why you want to stay away from these teams because they're going to be playing on those days and you don't know what's going to happen. I remember a couple of years ago, Dave, people ran into a problem because they only had Detroit <laughs> left against Houston. Oh, boy. And the Texans at that time had Deshaun Watson at quarterback. They were actually good. And they treated, they treated the Lions like a masseuse. <laughs> so there, I think it's a great strategy. Avoid those teams to you the full compliment because we don't know what these teams might necessarily look like come Thanksgiving or Christmas. Yeah. Right? So it's not right. that we're projecting that this is a team you want to play in X week. It's that you need to have the ammo 
Keep your powder dry, kids. It's great info from a mall. It's just it's, it is one of those. It's a fine line, though, right? A mall because it's kind of like you're talking about with the extra million. You still got to get to this point right. too, right? So it's it's you know if it's down between one of these teams and another team, but you're way more confident in this team in week four, week five. I would still say go use them. Yeah, to Kelly's point, he's absolutely right because I, I look at this week. Uh, I got to give a pick for my favorite college football game, dude. This is like Survivor, like. I, I don't know who I would take. Right. Like you just take your best option available. It's not a good board. We will, uh, in hour number two, get back and talk a little bit more about the college football playoff. But Frank Schwab's coming up next, talking all things NFL. Come on back. It's Big Bets on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.